Hi, this is Mark. And this is Faux Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, August 20th, 2013. And even though. We're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Nobody likes irregularity. No. Are you suffering from irregularity? <laughs> no. Uh, what's, uh, what's going on today? Uh, well, I'll tell you what's going on today as soon as I get out of the driveway here. Clear, clear. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> get the fuck out of the driveway so we can start this thing. Ooh, that's nice. That's a nice way to talk to your dad. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh. Hey, wait a minute. Why are you making me feel bad about that? Because you were telling me to get the fuck out of the driveway. Oh, you said very similar things to me in the morning. Here, cut my throat. Uh, so, um... That's what dads do. They make you feel bad about what you do. <laughs> Jesus Christ, have you not figured that out I'm yet? I'm sorry. No, no, I'm way behind. Uh, Alright, you get to do it to your son, and so on, and so on. <laughs> So, uh, watched a documentary last night. Really? Actually, I watched two documentaries last night. Two documentaries? Two documentaries. How do you do it? Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was being enthusiastic there. I was, uh, what documentary? Sounded facetious. <laughs> it was a little bit. Okay. What, uh, uh what did you see? I watched, uh, the, the Ulfbrecht. Ulfbrecht. Oof, Brett. I yeah. think it's about a sword. It's about a Viking sword. Okay, yeah. And apparently, the like. Oof, Brett. Oof, Brett. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh. So apparently, this sword was like 800 it's years. named after what people said when they were struck with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is they don't know much about it, and it was about 800 years ahead of its time. Metallurgy wise. Probably aliens. Aliens. So I go aliens first. Aliens. Aliens first. Or magic. Time travel second. Time travel. Time travel second. Third. Magic third. Magic third. Yeah. I'm glad to see that magic is yeah, so no, it's Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's uh-huh. third. Aliens, yeah. time travel, magic. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, so like not much was known about it. Okay. And, uh, and so... Could they have just misdated it? No, it's definitely, yeah, with carbon dating, it's hard to miss that kind of thing. I don't know what the accuracy range is. Is it like, it's, you know, a couple of weeks? It's. I think it's accurate within a couple of decades. Oh, no kidding. Huh? Yeah, I'm. Right. I'm pretty sure it's. I mean, it's really accurate. They're not off by like a thousand years. <laughs> Otherwise, right. it'd be useless. Well, no, it wouldn't be useless. It'd be pretty useless from a geological perspective. Okay, from a geological perspective, it wouldn't be useless. But from a like archaeological, it would be. Close it'd be to pretty useless. useless. Certainly for a human, for human uh, civilization, it would be yeah. useless. But yes, they, okay, so a couple of decades, maybe, a decade. A couple of decades, but they know when these guys were, like, doing their thing, right? Yes. Even then, and they know it's a Viking sword, you know, so they can date it by other means as well. Look, it's a giant red mosquito. I know. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> that whole front end pops off? Yeah. It doesn't seem safe. That's a fire truck with its whole uh, cab up in the air. Yeah, Jesus. 
Uh, but anyway, so they know very little about this sword, and it's, uh, and, like, who made it. Where did they find it? Well, they found tons of them. Not tons. They found 45. So, and, as they found out, so as, they were look, as they were looking closer at them, like, more closely at them, uh, they found out that 33 of them were knockoffs. You know? So they had this one sword, it was great, you know, made of fine metal. Uh, made of the thing that and they And then they doing. made a bunch that looked like it. And then there were a bunch that looked like it made of cheaper metal. And, uh, and it was, uh, it was, you know, they're supposing that, like, it was... They a, are old as well? They're all old? They're all old. They're all contemporary fakes. And so, like, there was a, you know, this great sword maker who made these great swords, and then there were people who were knocking them off. Just like... Well, like it kind it kind of makes sense. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, well, yeah. I want a sword like that guy's sword. Yeah, all right. It's uh, it's four thousand uh, four thousand. What what were they playing paying in? Uh, four thousand whatever was pre kroner. Four thousand. We'll, we'll just say kroners. They, they didn't have much of a money. It was a lot of trade based stuff. Okay, so it's four thousand chickens. So. Be four thousand chickens. That'll be four thousand chickens. Holy cow! I don't have four thousand chickens. Uh, you know, I got this one over here. It's only 200 chickens. Yeah, I'll stamp the name uh, Oprah on it and <laughs> no call one, it a day. No one's the wiser. Yeah. You get all the status. Just uh, don't hit a guy with an Ubrix. Don't insult a guy with an Ubrix sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, is like during battle, your cheaper sword would break. Sure, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, so that's anyway, how they found out it was not a real one. They had this guy, this blacksmith, this master blacksmith, basically rebuild it using means that they would have used back then. Okay, and was he able to make one? He was able to make one, uh, and he was able to make a really good one. Uh, but it's knowledge that they wouldn't have had. You know, you say that, but they clearly did have it. Right. Well, and the thing is, is well, the, the they always say that in those shows. There's no way they could have had this knowledge, but they did have the knowledge. Well, the, and maybe they didn't understand it. You know, maybe it wasn't like. Well, sort and of, that's the thing. Yeah. That's what they're saying. You know, like they mixed up bones in with the uh, calcium. Uh, yeah, which gives you calcium, but more importantly, carbon. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh, and it's how you can make carbon steel. <laughs> you don't have coal lying around. Oh, interesting. Right? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Sure. And they would mix the bones in because they thought it made your sword smarter, which it did. But they just but, didn't understand But they thought it. it was because, like, I'm putting a, the bone of a bear in there, and right. that'll make it as strong well, that's as why, the bear. Well, that's why I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They may not have understood it. Right. But, but they, they had making, the technology. They were making swords like this in other parts of the... I guess that's maybe not having the technology. That's just maybe getting lucky. Well, yeah, that's yeah. like saying, like, can you make fire if you know to collect fire when But if you get a su- <laughs> but, but you throw the bones in, you throw the bones in, you get a super friggin' strong sword, right. you do it again. Right, yeah, yeah. Even if you don't know why it made it. Well, sure. Like it made it, you, you still do I'm it again. I'm trying to think of something that we do today that's kind of like that. Uh... There are things. Like, for is sure. there a thing that we do just because they're like it works? I don't know why it works, but it works. Uh, there are fewer and fewer things like that, but right. there, I'm sure there are things like that. If I if I uh, if I had time to go, uh, uh, 
then I would probably be able to think of one or two. <laughs> that helps me think. But but uh, but yeah. So like they. But there were other swords like in this uh, in that you know like in that time period that were being made that were similar. What they think is is that they were able to find uh, more purely refined steel. You know, like a source of more refined steel. Just a better ore source? Yeah. Okay. And so it would have had less impurities in it. They would have just melted it down and used it. Because uh, what, they, what they're saying is, is like it's not that they wouldn't have uh, been able to... They had the metallurgy. They had the metallurgy. They knew that, you know, superheating the metal... Like, but the way that they would get impurities out of the steel was by hitting it with the hammer. Right. Right? And so... Uh, if you hit it with the hammer and no, no, not many sparks came off, it was a pretty pure steel. Oh, interesting. And uh, and so the way that you get so you'd wag it with the hammer till the sparks stopped. Right. And you would uh, you what you could do is instead of doing that, you can burn off the impurities by raising the temperature. By raising the temperature, right. and you have to get it up to three thousand degrees or something like that. And that's they a, just that's they, a trick with one guy going blow on the calls <laughs> harder <laughs> okay let's get two guys yeah, well, <laughs> yeah they hyperventilated the, bring in two more <laughs> two more they passed out get two more people from the village so uh so yeah they um they didn't have ovens that would get it hot enough back then sure except for apparently this one sword maker who had kind of figured it out had a bellows in built there it, built his own oven Interesting. You know, and uh, they found, like, they found evidence of an oven that would have done it, you know, like a brick and clay oven. So he did have the technology. There may have been the technology available. It just wasn't widely spread. He kept it as a trade secret. Well, and that's the thing, is, like, they would keep these as trade secrets because, like, if you found a new way to make your sword suddenly, super awesome... Suddenly you were king of the sword makers. Yeah. Yeah, you could charge three, four thousand, three, four thousand chickens for your, <laughs> three, for your sword. Yeah, at least three, four thousand chickens. You'd probably throw in a cow, too. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, what's a cow worth chicken-wise? I think a cow is like a hundred chickens. Is it weight proportional or? Uh, not not directly. Okay. Not directly, sort of like silver and gold is not weight proportional, you know. Okay. But uh, well, maybe silver they, may, and gold. May, maybe they are. I don't know. But, Isn't it uh, silver and cold? Isn't that? I forget. Anyway. Uh, but uh, stupid Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> stuck, anyway, that in, <laughs> stuck that in your head forever. Yeah. Um. called. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think a, I don't know. Maybe it's two hundred chickens. Chickens are a dime a dozen. That's true. They are pretty cheap. You know, like chicken, would you pay for six like, chickens? I. You well, they're like three bucks a chicken, right? Right. And a cow, I think, is maybe a thousand dollars. Okay. I don't know. It depends on the cow, I guess. Uh, it's been a while I, since I've been uh, perusing for cows. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because, <laughs> you know, I was at a town meeting once. Oh, and, and they were talking about that? Yes, and here's why. Because they were putting a train. What's that they, got to do with the price of cows in Burlington? Well, they, they, they were putting a train through, uh, you know, the train goes through uh, farm fields behind us. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, 
and they were thinking about putting a short commuter rail. In fact, you know all about it because you wrote it. It was the short commuter rail that they temporarily put in between Charlotte. Yeah, which was awesome, by the Shelburne way. Shelburne and Burlington. And what a great way to turn like. To, but you know why they did that? It was perfect. But you why? know why they did that? Why? So the the federal government was offering uh, transportation funds to right. states that would use it for mass transit, for rail transit. Right. So you paid. We'd all paid in these taxes, but the only way to get it back was to use it for mass transit. But Vermont is the most inappropriate place you can possibly think of. Right. For rail transit, uh, it's just too too sparsely populated to make it even remotely doable. Right. I mean, it's 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 piss poor economic sense in most places, even most even a lot of cities. Sure. But but in but here, here it's just <laughs> insane. It's insane. And uh, but the only way to get that whatever it was, ten million dollars or ten, I don't know what, however much it was. Yeah. Uh, was to build a, a rail system. So they planned or built a rail system that they that was purposefully planned to fail. They knew it would fail. Oh, You're and like, by the way, gonna be too big and to by fail. the way, by the way, I went to the town meeting uh, to support them building, building it. Really? Because right? I wanted the ten million back. Sure. Just like I'd paid those taxes, I wanted my ten million. They weren't going to give it. At to least it. being squandered in my own state, damn it! Exactly so. Exactly <laughs> so. Exactly that. So, uh, so, uh, so I went. I was at the town meeting, and they were doing the proposed. Uh, you know, they were saying, "Here's where it's going to run. Here's where the stations are going to be built." You know, the the guy who was building it, the contractor was having a Q&A with the townsfolk because we had to approve it right? because there was going to be a station in Charlotte, a station in Shelburne, and a station in Burlington. Yeah, the, the station's still there as far as I know. Oh, yeah. No, the station's still there. I'm sure the train is languishing the on the rails. That? That's a giant hay dog. That's Sweet. a giant dog built out of hay bales. Do they just have so much hay on? They just we'll don't know a, what to do with it? We'll take a picture of it on the way back right. tonight. Uh, so... So yeah, I'm sure the train is languishing on the track somewhere. Right. Uh, you took that rail, right? I did a bunch of times. Yeah. Many times, in fact. And what they charge you for it? It was a dollar. Did they ever waive the dollar? Uh, maybe. I don't know. We were kids, you know. It was like if you were under. Let's see. I was like, I was probably. It was before I could drive, so I was like 15. So. So that would have been oh shit ten years ago. Okay. Would you bike? Would you bike to the station? Uh, yeah. Or would you get a lift? Mom would drop us off. Yeah. Usually, uh, you know, because it's like a minute from our house. By uh, car. By car. Yeah. I mean, five minutes if we took our bike. Sure. Yeah. I think we biked a few times. Yeah. And how long if you walked? Forty-five minutes. Uh, if we oh if we walked oh no 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 like twenty twenty-five minutes. Half an hour. Half an hour maybe. Right. Maybe. I mean, it's right down. You go to the old brick. You walk to the old brick store, but it's not and then like going to the corner. But it's like there. But it's not like going to the corner of your your street. No. Like when I got on a bus in Montreal, I just walked to the corner of the street, caught the 105. Right. Yeah. No. This was like. Or the 90. It was a place you had to go, and if you lived in East Charlotte, forget about it. Right. Like just fucking <laughs> like <laughs> how useless is that? Yeah. I might as well drive into town. Yeah. Uh, and so. So you would only take it as like a novelty, right? And uh, or and for us, we could dump our kids off and be shed of them. 
Right. I mean, we could get a wave, had a wave to get our kids to the downtown state skate park. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Without having to bring them there ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it was like a dollar, and if you were under twelve or something like that, it was free. And so, like, Ian was dubious whether he looked, you know, over or under, so I think he rode for free a lot. Yeah, sure. And I... And the guy on the train didn't give a shit. No, fucking didn't, just didn't care. And I forget where you would pay. I think you'd pay the guy on the train. You just give him your dollar? Yeah, I think he there came was a guy by. who came and collected. Yeah, like a conductor. And if, and like, and, but, like, if you were already on the train and it was moving, like, what was he going to fucking do? Yeah. Oh, we're stopping this train right yeah. now. Pull the e-brake. Uh, anyway, so I went to the meeting when we were discussing it to support to lend my support to the insanity. Right. And uh, and I it was it was a pretty packed meeting, and in the middle of the crowd, yeah, in the middle of the crowd was an old farmer sure. and his wife. Right. And she was they, he was sitting there with his arms folded. He was kind of a short guy, sitting there with his arms folded, scowling. And his wife was just sitting right beside him knitting. Seriously? Seriously. I kid oh, you not. Shit. In the chairs in the middle. <laughs> right in the middle. Awesome. Right in the middle, knitting. They had gotten there early, of course. They were there to get their seats first thing. Right. And uh, and they didn't say a word. And then all of a sudden they open it up for questions. The farmer puts, it up, puts up his hand. And all the people on the town council know him. So they say, all right, yeah, what is it, uh, Gabe or whatever his name was? Right. Uh, what is it? And he stands up and he says, "What I want to know is who's gonna pay for my cow." That's his question. <laughs> who's gonna pay for my cow? <laughs> and the guy from the train was like, "I'm sorry, I'm not sure I understand the question." Well, when they put the rail in first time, I lost a cow, and the train company said they'd pay for it, and they never paid me for it got hit by a train they were supposed to put up fences and maintain the fences i had to maintain the fences nobody came by and ever maintained the fences i want to know who's going to maintain the fences and who's going to pay for my cow when it gets hit awesome <laughs> it was awesome uh and i sort of i i i i haven't gone to many town meetings since because i just that performance was so stellar you don't I, want to I ruin want it. that to be my memory of town hall uh, but there was discussion about how much it, like, uh, the guy, I think the guy said, well, what does it count cost? And, <laughs> <laughs> and he told him, and I recall it was like $1,200 or something like that, but I, I can't exactly, I could be wrong. I sure. could be wildly off. Because my memory could be clear, you know, very distorted. Right. Yeah, you gotta buy him in packs of six. <laughs> can't can't buy just one. buy one cow. <laughs> If I had just one cow, that'd be ridiculous. Anyway, that was a funny, very, very funny uh, moment <laughs> at the town hall. Nice. Uh, Charlotte Town Hall. Yeah. Uh, that train was great, though. It dropped you off right by the waterfront. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It yeah. was, like, right there. Just walked down to the skate park. Yeah. It was, like, a five-minute ride to the skate park, and... Yeah. And I remember the train station was kind of cool. They were always putting up, like, these modern art displays and stuff like that. Oh, nice. It was neat. Uh, you ever uh, crash rolling down to the... Uh... Oh, so bad you have no idea. <laughs> My worst accident on a skateboard was rolling down to that skate park. And it was because Ian 
needed something out of my car or something like that. I blame him, of course. So you'd but, run back. Uh, so I, so somebody, somebody calls me who wasn't Ian or something. He didn't have his cell phone on it, or maybe that's what he needed out of his car. Sure. Or out of my car. And so I'm up downtown, like on Church Street. Just hanging out. And he's down at the skate park, and I get a phone call. Ian needs something, you know, like we're heading down. Ian needs something out of your car. <clears throat> uh, so, like, if you could ride down here and get it for him, that'd be great. And I was like, okay. And it's for some reason, it was kind of like an emergency. Like, I had to get down there fast. So, like, oh, yeah, somebody's here, and they're about to head out, and they want to say hello. like, okay. And so I booked it down. Um, you know, and I'm riding my little, you know, it's a, there's a difference between a longboard for those who don't know, there's a difference between a longboard and basically what's kind of a trick board, I guess, or a street board or whatever. Uh, and the difference is, is that on a longboard, you can barrel down hills because it gives you the ability to, like, carve and, like, you know, it's like having a snowboard. It's not as, it's like uh, having a it's snowboard not as finicky. Wheels. Yeah, it's, it's... It's more forgiving. It's more forgiving. The but wheels not are as bigger. agile. It is not as agile. And so I'm on a smaller <laughs> board. And the thing about that is you can get to a certain speed on those things. You're not going to kickflip on a longboard. <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you could get it off the air yeah. in most cases. Um, <clears throat> but you, uh, but I'm riding on this going little, down up there. Yeah, something, something, something shitty. Something shitty's happening. Yeah. Oh, really? Turning here, huh? Why not? Uh, I just don't know if you can get to the, yeah, whatever. Anyway, we'll find out. <laughs> so I'm riding this, uh, I'm riding this, you know, uh, street board, like skateboard, down, uh, down Battery Street, just careening in a straight line, you know, just picking up more and more speed, and I'm kind of slowing myself down with my foot, but like I'm trying to get down there fast. And I'm going faster and faster, and by the time I make it to the turn down to the Echo Center, I'm just, I must be moving like 30 miles an hour. <laughs> I don't know how fast <laughs> I was going, but it was way too fast. And I'm going down that hill that goes down to the Echo Center, and, speed, and I'm like, oh, well, here it goes. And I, the board shoots out from under me. I can't control it anymore. And, uh... And I, I just like I go tumbling down the entire hill, just just turn you know somersault after somersault, like body flailing. I hit my uh, scarred my whole uh, arm. <laughs> the backside of my whole arm was just like complete road rash, and uh, and my other arm, you know, was also just like all torn up a little bit less, but like. About half sure. as much, so like half an arm, and uh, <laughs> and then I had this gash on my side. Were you wearing your helmet? No, which would have been a lot worse if I hadn't like. There's mark on this belt that I wear to this day, where it uh, where I fell, and I still have a scar to this day where I fell, and. Uh, just and it, I didn't hit my head at all. Like I guess I must have. That's good luck. Like my instincts must have been to like protect my head, and like my arms got all torn up. Yeah. But I didn't hit my head at all. My hat came flying off. Uh, skateboard went shooting out in one direction, <laughs> and then I'm lying there like in the street, just ah, 
Uh, yeah, and so. the car starts honking at me to get out of the road. <laughs> oh, don't you hate that? Yeah. You're like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, did you, you not just me, see me? Can you give me one fucking second? <laughs> Are really you in that big a rush? Really did just start honking at me. Like, nice. I clearly pulled up, like, not knowing how bad the fall was. Just thought I was some asshole who, like, took a dive on the road. And then, like, was lingering. She's like, me, me, you know, come on, get and I'm, like, getting up as fast as I can, <laughs> like, bruised and broken. Uh, it was terrible. It was pretty bad. So, uh, so, yeah, that's probably, that's the worst spill I ever took on a skateboard. Sounds, I, I didn't, sounds I didn't, painful. I didn't, I didn't take many spills. I had a lot of, uh... Well, you're pretty, pretty, uh, graceful. Nimble? Yeah. I didn't, I also didn't take many chances. No, good. You know? I was a I was a very like very timid skateboarder. I did not do the half pipe much. You know, like I would get on it. That's but where you get hurt. That's where you break your arms and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of a yeah. lot of kids would drop in, you know, like on the vert ramps and stuff like that. And it was never me. I was I was always like, you know what? That's more than I need really. I'm gonna watch that part. Yeah, I used mine for travel a lot. You know, I would street skate around, you know, like uh kick flipping like uh, you know, two or three sets of stairs, you know, like Two or three minutes, and uh, and that was pretty much the extent of my of my skateboarding. Of your, dan- was, of your was, danger. Yeah, I was not I was not really a seeker in that sense. Yeah. So now in the car on or the other hand, or pain seeker as I like to call pain seeker. Yeah, in the car on the other hand, ah, yeah, sure, arm because, and a leg out the window. Because who's gonna get hurt? The other guy. <laughs> the other guy. That's right. Uh, so I think we've established. 400, uh, 400 chickens to the uh, to the cow. Oh, we've established an, we've an established an exchange rate of yeah. Okay. While you were talking, I was ciphering. You were doing that. I was ciphering. You weren't really listening. Not really. What'd yeah. you say? <laughs> no, no. Forget it. We're not going back. Um, Something about escape. Four hundred chickens to a cow. Okay. Yeah. How many? Uh, how many Ulfrichs is that? Oh, uh, Ulfricht. Well, well, I think Ulfricht. we. I think we figured it's probably. Uh, two cows to the Ulfbrecht. Sure, okay. To maybe three. Well, that seems reasonable, actually. When you put it in cows. Sure, yeah. sure. But it's sort of like, it's sort of like giving two $100 bills doesn't seem as bad as giving two hundred dollars bills. It's only in that sense, because cows are fungible. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah there's a direct exchange rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds I'll like less, because like, you just say... the train station is right there. Yeah. It sounds like less because you just say two, right? But it's two cows. It's, it's still it's a lot. You know, if you had to convert that to chickens, you'd be like, that's a lot of sh- that's, that's a, a lot, lot of chickens. chickens. That's right. You know what? Maybe I'll right. maybe hold the, up on the uh, <laughs> on the old fret. Maybe I'll wait until uh, until I get my. Uh, and I'm not even talking. That's my not father's full, inheritance. That's not, I'll trade a little. That's land. not that's not full grown chickens because you know. See, it, back in the day, it was all about delayed gratification. <laughs> that's right. You'd hold out. But these Vikings, these Vikings were, uh, they were not as, uh, barbaric as everyone paints them. You can't I mean, be they were. as barbaric as everyone paints you and develop a civilization at all. Right. You have to have cooperation. You have to have their some was, sort of ethical philosophy. Their thing was mandatory military service. Sure. And on, on the, in the mandatory military service, you would go out and pillage. But the you know the Swiss had mandatory military service, and you know only the Finns would call them uncivilized. Uh, sure. 
people need the what? The fins. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I don't know. They make it along. They make it along famously. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. Could be anything. Could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, but they would, like, and they did, like, a lot of trading. It was not all, you know, just take, give us what you have. It was, you know. <laughs> sure. Well, you have to. You have to do, right. like, otherwise, otherwise you're, it was like, we got to take care of these it, fucking, uh, If you're a completely belligerent nation, ultimately, you'll you get, get wiped, wiped out. out. And, yeah. you know, the, that's, the, the Muslims should be taking a lesson from that idea. Right. Because ultimately, if you're bent on, uh, you know, what do they call it, global jihad or whatever it is, you know, where, where you know, they won't rest until the whole world is Muslim. Right. That is a losing strategy, <laughs> historically speaking. Right. <laughs> you know, you're going you're gonna to alienate enough people that they will assemble. I think we could have gotten and around And wipe the, you out. I think we could have gotten around the... Uh, I know, it would have been faster. What the hell is going on here? What? Why? why? I, was su- I was surprised that you took that downward thing. I would have gone well, up. Well, usually you can just fly in. right up here. Like, this is never, this has never been a problem. Yeah, except that they just opened up this parking garage. They just opened this up. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that. You say, you sure you want to go that way? They just opened this up. Uh, well, I kind of was like, really? You're turning here? That was my, that was my disbelief. That was my incredulity. <laughs> Uh, well, you didn't express it until now that <laughs> we're in the thick of it. Well, no, that's not true. We have recorded. Did you express it? I did. Earlier? I did. What'd I you like, say? Are you really turning oh, down Oh, use your fucking signals, jackass. Uh-oh. Mark's on a rampage. <laughs> uh, Don't hit the lady with the kids, okay? If she doesn't signal, they're going down. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. You yeah, did warn me. I did. I was like, are you are really going down this way? That's what oh, I oh, but I thought you meant, I thought you meant going down this soon. Oh, like you weren't sure I could get through to Pine Street. No, 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 no. I knew. You could get uh, Pine Street, but I was, uh, I was questioning your, uh, your my long term plan, my long-term. my long game. Yeah. All right, yes, yes, no, lady. No. Okay. Uh, All right. The world no, is your oyster. Lady in the pink dress. Oh God, that's terrible. Why would she wear that? It just makes her look fatter. I know, it's really awful, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's, uh, and on that note, on that offensive note, let's get let's to work. Let's get to work. Hi. <laughs> oh, that's very Hello. good. That's very enthusiastic. It's your pal, Ray Romano. <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me. Hello. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no! It's just depressing to hear that voice. <laughs> I know. That whole show is so goddamn depressing. Hey, Dad. Uh, hey, Ray. Well, I I got a story to tell you about that, but before okay. that, I want to know what the second documentary you listened to was. Oh, it was uh, Easter Island. Heads of Easter Island. Just about the history of the heads of Easter Island? Yeah, kind of. Well, like, they still don't you know, know you how don't they... have to do Ray Romano anymore. <laughs> they still don't know how they moved him around! <laughs> <laughs> no! How did they get there? <laughs> what, are you an old Jew? <laughs> kind of. Well, isn't that what Ray's doing? A He's bit? a young Jew. Oh, uh, I see. 
so uh, so yeah, it was about the heads of Easter Island and just about uh, them. <laughs> Old Jew would be. How do they get there? <laughs> how did they get there? <laughs> yeah, no, it is different. You're yeah. right. Uh, so uh, so yeah, it was about like they still don't know how they move those things. They're thirty feet tall. Well, clearly they had a crane. Clearly. The thing is, and again, this is one of those, they couldn't have possibly had the technology to move them. <laughs> clearly they did. Clearly they did have the yeah. technology but to move But the thing them. is, it's like... Well, know, no. Well, I mean, obviously, the first thing you think of is alien aliens. spacecraft. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. Uh, time travel. Uh-huh. And barring that, black magic. Sure. Yeah. So, they couldn't... Uh, they still don't know exactly how they moved them. So there, there's all these theories, like, did they... Because it was before the invention of the wheel, when they were moving these things. Okay. So, but they would carve them out of the porous, you know, this porous, uh... uh it's, uh... What is it? It's, Limestone. No. It's, uh, uh... Volcanic ash that is turned to stone. Sure. Petrified volcanic ash. So it's airy. It's not as heavy as just solid stone. It's l it's light stone. But stone it, I light. Mean, still, you build a fucking thirty feet tall statue, and it's it, it's fucking heavy. It's too heavy. You know, it's like at ten feet, it's like t uh, five thousand pounds or something. And they didn't build them in pieces and glue them together. No, they did not. They're solid. Okay. So what happens is, is they figured out basically this much. They would carve it laying down out of the flat rock, you know, like out of the rock. Okay. Uh, they would they would then carve basically a rudimentary face on it. A rough face. A rough face. Right. And then they would uh, then they would So as to chip away as much as possible so they didn't have to move it. Uh, right. Yeah. They would uh, then they would sort of like they would carve around the whole body until finally it was just basically on its back in a very thin, you know, like there would be a very thin part holding it. They'd fill it with rocks. Okay. Fill it with rocks to like level it out, and then basically rock it back and forth until it, it snapped. Okay. And uh, and then they would slide it down the mountain. Well, that sounds eminently doable. Right. Uh, Especially and, if you uh, build a trail. What's that? Especially if you build a trail so there's no sticks in your way or children's right, toys. Right, except they walked them uphill to this mountain. Like, they're all lined up, you know, like on a R platform. They built a platform and put them all up on the platform. Okay, so that's the hard part. That's the hard part. And these are the, the I mean, the especially hard part. How much do they like, weigh? They started building them bigger and bigger. How much do they weigh? Uh, like, I, th I think what they said, the 5-foot one, or the 10-foot one was 5,000 pounds. 10 foot, 5,000 pounds. Right. So, 5,000 divided by 100. Divided by 100. 5,000 divided by 100 is 50 pounds. So that's 100 guys, 50 pounds. You think they just lifted it? Well, I'm d no, I mean rolled it. Oh, I, I see. Uh, they don't think they rolled it. Because there'd be evidence of that. There's no evidence that they rolled them. They brushed the evidence off. They have they have statues that didn't make it. That's the thing. So they can tell they can kind of tell how they were moving them. Oh. What they think they did. What they they don't know for sure, of course, because. But they, they have as, statues that as, didn't make it up the hill. Yeah. 
That's because they're like, oh, well, Jesus, it, dude, basically crank. they have statues that fell over, and once it fell over, you were fucked. Because you they, couldn't they, get they, it. they couldn't lift them back up. Doesn't make sense. A hundred guys couldn't get it back up. They're thirty feet tall. So you use a rope. They didn't have like they were not they couldn't use like a fulcrum and you know, like there was no there was none of that. How long ago was it? Uh, I can't tell you exactly without looking it up. Because the Greek mathematicians, 2,000 years ago, had geometry. Okay, but they didn't have... This is before the invention of the wheel. For them. For their civilization. They couldn't have hired a Greek. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're pretty fucking isolated. Did they have a boat? I think so. Well, they so were they farmers. They made it to the island. I can't remember where they originated from. Okay. Where is Easter Island geographically? Uh, geographically, it's near the... Uh, shit, I knew this. I watched the documentary. Is it like <laughs> Galapagos area? Peloponnesia? All right. Uh, hold on. Let me fucking pull out the thing. Uh, and, yeah, no, it's near... You watched a documentary on it, you know? I know. I really should know. Well, it was the la It was the second one I watched, so I was kind of dozing. <laughs> uh, there we go. Easter Island. Uh, okay. So, it's near... Park National Map map easter island polynesian island. so it is polynesian yeah okay in the uh southeastern pacific ocean okay uh easter island is most famous for its 887 extant monumental statues is that because when you're back in those days when you were stuck on an island you really had not a fucking thing to do i i guess so <laughs> you know like, it's like it's what only, are we gonna do tonight it's only 63 square miles i know it's. I mean, it's a small. Island. What are we gonna do tonight? I don't know. Yeah, let's yeah, go, go build, build a, a build fucking another, statue. Build another head. Well, All they right. were supposed to be their ancestors, uh, you know, spirits. They built one for their collective ancestor spirits. So when a when a matriarch or patriarch died. Yeah. They would build one. They would build a head. Yeah. And they, uh, and so they would build them. Uh, they and they started. They they started small. Like, some of the ones that they had, like, when you see on the road are smaller. Is that because, like, when you're the patriarch dining, you go, hey, listen, uh, you see that guy's head over there? Like, I just want to be, like, three feet bigger yeah. than that guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's nothing. Just, could you, uh, it's not a big that. deal, but if you could make it, like, I just, like just this much bigger. Like, yeah, like a good, a solid six inches. Because that guy in life kind of pissed me off a little bit. I yeah. just like to stand a little bit over yeah, him. Just a little bit taller for than him for eternity. Uh, so, so, um, but the thing is, is once they, that what they found was that you could, what they found, and if you ask the, if you ask the people there, the natives there, like, about the history of this statue, they all say, they all have the same thing, they walked up the hill. Sure. They walked up the hill. Sure, because that's the party line. Right. Uh, but the thing is, is what they're thinking is, they walked them up the hill by swaying them back and forth, moving the statues. That's kind of what I would do. And uh, well, it's kind of what you have to do because there's no other really good way. It's like to moving move. a it's like moving a fridge by yourself. 
Yeah. Tilt it up on a corner. Yeah. Get a little purchase, Same then you idea. tilt it up on and the next corner. See, you can see that they're built in a way that has they're built in a D shape from the bottom. Okay. Which is perfect to rock it on. Sure. So you could you could and so they So did. you rock it, spin it, rock it, spin it, rock it, spin it. Right. But if it falls, you're fucked. But if it falls, you fu- you're <laughs> fucked. And there's lots of fallen ones on the side of the road. And do you think if like one of the one of the guys didn't make it up the hill, they're like, nah, he's dead anyway. Fuck it, just leave it there. I don't know. I don't know. You think they? You think they? Uh, I think they just. You think, think they like, built, uh, went back and built another one? Yeah. Uh, it's like, should we build another? It's gonna take about a year to carve it out. All I think right. we're just done with this guy. If he doesn't make it up it. the hill, then he doesn't make it. It's fate. She's not supposed to make it up oh, there. Oh, right, yeah. You could take care of it with religion, couldn't you? So, that's how like, I would... Ah, I guess the spirit wasn't strong enough to walk <laughs> To make up the it hill. up the hill. <laughs> you must have been a bad soul. But they Who looked, knew? They looked seemed at all like these, such a good guy. They looked at all these roads, and all the roads are specifically built not at a higher incline than three... Degrees. Degrees, and not at a steeper incline than six degrees. The roads that... So clearly that's clearly, the method. yeah. And so, uh, and so they started testing it out. They built a replica, you know, the thing. Sure. And tried to make it approximately the same way. And they were able to get it up the. Well, it took them. Uh, it took them two days. That's it. No, 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 no. Like two days to make it like fifty yards or something like that. That's it. Well, the, the you no, no, no. It started going very quickly at a certain point. It took them. The first day was all trial and error. Sure. You know, like they were trying. They're like, "How do we rock it?" And you know, like they had two teams going. And they how many people? They could get it rocking back and forth, like about I don't know, twelve people. So on not each even side. that many not people. A, not even that many people. Okay. And so it's eminently doable for a thirty-foot statue. Uh, you know, like if you had an extra, if you if you made it three uh, three times as heavy, yeah, and three times as tall, you'd all you'd need is maybe like a dozen more. You know, like three times as many people, like 36 people or something like that. So, you know, so, so they did about, have the technology. They did have the technology, just not the, just not the easiest way. Well, they didn't have a tractor is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, well, that's right. They didn't have a tractor. They had to do it well, the hard the way. Is, the thing is... I they, mean, they used to have to churn butter by hand, too. And you right. think, oh, my God, if I how had to churn... Ma- how did they make butter? They didn't have the technology. Well, that's, that's for damn sure. Exactly. Exactly. They didn't have a milk frother or nothing. <laughs> oh my God! How do they drink their cappuccinos? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yes, they technically had the technology to move it, but the, but like the the. Problem, but I hate it when they do that in those. Well, they're things. always well. They're, like, they're there's always no like the, way they could have had the technology, the know-how. For God's sake, they didn't even have slide rules back then. Well, the thing is, is like they're always saying they're always going on about how. Uh, you know, they're like the, the way we assumed that they could do it, they couldn't do it. You know? Yeah, with a tractor because they didn't have no, tractors. No, no, but like uh, the easiest way would be put the fucking thing on wheels and roll it to the goddamn oh, place and yeah, then yeah. tilt it back up. That would be yeah. the easiest way. But to that's do it. just one way they couldn't do it. Right. There's a million ways they could do it. That's the way we'd like to do it because we know about wheels. Come to think of it, we'd like to do it with a fucking crane. Right. Because we know about cranes and combustion engines and stuff like that. Right. But, I mean, I, I hate it when they do that. Well, it's like, thing- it's you know, we, we existed and lived and thrived and grew in population for centuries before we had combustion engines and electric lights. Well, I understand. But the thing, like, that they're always shouting the point that, like, okay, 
like, how would you, if you were, uh, you know, a culture, how would you move this? It's like, okay, well, we would use a crane and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, they didn't have cranes. It's like, okay, well, then you'd use a pulley at the top, you know, and build a big wooden structure and you'd lift it with the pulley, you know, giving you things. It's like, okay, well, they didn't have pulleys either. It's like, okay, well, this is getting increasingly more difficult to figure sure. out how they fucking did it, sure. and there's no so, record of so, how it was done. So essentially when they say they didn't have the technology, they just mean it was really fucking hard back then. It was really fucking hard, so how did they do it? Right. You know, like, why, like, what would possess them? They must have found a sort of at least doable way, otherwise it wouldn't have gotten done. Right. You know? Well, yeah, So, But right. what was that doable way? I know. Oh, look at the dog. Where's your camera? Oh, shit. I promised a picture. Quick, lights turning green, and you got it, and... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, come on. Fucking go, 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 go. iPhone's useless. Uh, didn't get it? Uh, it's hard to say. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, did I hear you say fucking iPhone's useless? <laughs> <laughs> I can post a picture of the are, picture we did get. Are, are you trying to anger the gods? <laughs> What are you trying to do there? What are you? You know they're listening. You know I could have sworn that I had it in that picture. Where did it go? You know they're listening. Oh, that's bizarre, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, I think I sort of no. We'll try to get it. We'll try to remember to get it. Totally indistinguishable. Try to remember to get it. Try to remember to get it tomorrow. Giant hay dog. Yeah, giant hay dog. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so. So yeah, like it's just you know, it's like how did it? How did they even make this remotely possible? I mean, they moved thousands of the fucking things. Right. So it was clearly very possible. I mean, thousands. They moved a thousand. And and I can't see aliens coming here to do our heavy lifting for us. Also, also they uh, they were talking about like You're like oh shit, you got a spaceship. Listen, we don't have any technology at all. Could you just move that giant stone over there for us? We'd really like to line them up. <laughs> a spaceship, that's not going to take you we long, right? We built them right? all, we got them yeah, sitting we, we here just, in this pile. We just can't get them up the hill. Yeah. You think you could help us out? They're like, yeah, just tie a rope to it and rock it back and forth. <laughs> oh! Uh, we were really that. hoping you'd beam them up there, but <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> I guess. It's true, it's like it's like if you, uh, you know, you... Uh, like, what do you guys got? Oh, we got some rope. You're gonna have to tie a little yeah. rope to each side and kind of rock it back and forth. That's that's how you'll do it. That's right. There, we helped you. All yeah. right. Good luck. <laughs> Enjoy. It is. Don't you resent it when somebody like has the ability to like, uh, you know, it's uh, like, hey, could you pull my car? You got a jeep. You got a four-wheel drive jeep. Could you pull my car out of this ditch? It's like ah, it's. You know what? I think if you rock it back and forth, you might get out of there just fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You should be able to rock it out of that. See ya. No problem. See ya. Let me know how it goes. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, but, uh, so, yeah, anyway, they've kind of figured it out. They were also wondering, uh, they were also wondering about the downfall of the civilization, you know, because eventually, like, they just died out. Well, you spend all your time moving stone, you know, heads up a hill. You don't really have much time for, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, Parcheesi. <laughs> <laughs> Letter writing, I was sure. going to say, but yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I think they eventually, they, they were kind of blaming rats and stuff like that, and they, like, their agriculture. Sure, blame it on the rats. Oh, it's never your fault. Well, they found, like, they were wondering where all the trees went, because that, that place used to be covered in lush, uh... And lush now it's all desert. Tree. 
well, now it's all like it's all grassy, you know, hilly. Right. Stuff. There's no there's no trees in sight. Huh. Yeah. And they were wondering, like, is it because because one of the theories about how they moved them was like, are roll they up, just roll them yeah, along are logs? They just roll them up on, are they rolling? It them seems up you on could re- reuse a log or two. Yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were just really dumb about it. <laughs> you know, they were just Once they used a log, they just threw it away. Fucking used log. <laughs> For my ancestors? Hell no. Not using that log yeah. again. Fuck that. Yeah, you know, a nice, shiny, brand new log. <laughs> Especially when we built this statue so much bigger. My Uncle Tommy wouldn't stand for that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the, like, they, all the trees were gone, and uh, they... They found uh, on like old uh, what was it shells for the seed. Maybe shell. they used it making boats getting the hell out of there. If you make me move one more fucking stone, <laughs> I am. Bu- I swear to God, I swear, I swear to God, I'm building the boat and I'm getting the hell out of here. Every day, rock back and forth, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth with those motherfucking stones. <laughs> I wasn't even born here. So yeah, he could, from Papua New Guinea. Uh, so he just hopped on boats and got the hell out of there. Yeah. The only people left were a few crazy stone rockers. That's right. So that's it. And that's what that's where the term "stoned rocker" comes from. Ah, I get it. So, yeah. Anyway, what uh, what's your thing? Uh, you know, when I uh, what did you watch? When you I, watched the when I tell a joke, you're supposed to say yes and. Yes and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so what's your thing about it? Well, so I watched a documentary, too, yeah. I watched, uh, uh, Exporting Raymond. Right. About, uh, Ray Romano. Oh, no! <laughs> That's right. There you go. And it was, the, <laughs> they were gonna, this, the, the, I guess the writer, the guy who created the show. Yeah, uh, whose name is. I can't remember. Gets an invitation to, uh, gets an invitation to go... To Russia, motherland. Yeah, has to <laughs> the motherland. Motherland. Because there's no place like the motherland. No place like the motherland. Okay. Uh, gets an invitation to go to Russia. Gets an invitation and uh, create a Russian version of Everybody Loves Raymond. Although I think the Russian name was cut. cut Kutskoy, Kutskoy, Kutsha, Kutsha, I don't know, I can't remember his name. Sure. But everyone loves him. And uh, it was just about him going over there and trying to produce a, a show. Sure. And it, it was frustrating in many cultural ways for the guy. Right. Um, but, the, but there was something that really struck me about it. And they go to this, you know, they're having a hard time. You know, Everybody Loves Raymond is about an everyday guy. Right. You know, he's not, he's just, he's he's plain Jane. Right. Right? And his wife is plain Jane, and his parents are plain, plain, plain. Right. And and that's its appeal. You know, that's its American appeal, is that it's, you know, Joe anybody. Right. And uh, so when they go to Russia... They, they're trying. They've readapted the scripts, and they're, for example, they got a fashion, a costume designer, you know, working on the costumes for the show, and she wants to dress everybody in fancy clothes to educate Russians about how nice ways to dress, and the producers there saying, look, it's not about dressing nice; 
it is fine to dress nice, but this is a, you don't dress nice at home. Right. And she says, well, there are many ways to dress nice at home. She says, yeah, but, you know, you just, when you're at home, you don't dress like you are right now, right? And she says, no, of course not. He says, well, this is a show about just normal people being normal at home. 90% of the show takes place in the home. Right. You know, but she she wanted to gussy them all up. Right. And, uh, and another show that they had adapted was The Nanny. Oh, yeah. And... It was just a half hour of Russian buffoonery. Really? You know? Now, The Nanny was a bit of a slapsticky kind of show. Right. So it lent itself to that kind of buffoonery. Yes. You know, people dressing like absurdly, you know, in ridiculous, you know, uh, golf clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like bright plaids and, and... uh, you know, sort of visually bombastic. Okay. And but this show does not. No. You know, this show is literally about sort of plain, almost depressing, uh, life gets <laughs> you down kind of stories, but made funny. Right. It's a bit like getting kicked in the nuts for real. It's funny, but it's not fancy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's a pain element to the humor. Yes. There's a, there's a... It needs to be uncomfortable. A little bit uncomfortable, a little bit, you know, I gotta get out of here, I gotta get out of the house kind of thing. Anyway, so they were fighting him all the time on this. Maybe somebody says, oh no! (laughs) Exactly. In the most depressing fucking way you can imagine. Sure. And then blame somebody else for his woes. And is a coward and won't stand up. Oh, and that's the other thing. Uh, you know, Ray is kind of a coward. Yeah, he's kind of meek. He's meek and he's and he's uh, a bit beat. Right. By life, but that and that's contrary to the sort of Russian machismo. Sure. And so they were having a real hard time with that. Yeah. Okay. You know, a man wouldn't behave like that. So yeah, but you all know men who behave like that. That's the funny thing, right? And but so he just he was having a hard time getting through to him. Anyway, this one scene, they go to see a contemporary art uh the contemporary artists in Russia. Right. To sort of see where his head's at and try to get a read on the Russian Right. You know, pulse. Where, yeah, and that which is, is what which is what artists do, largely, right? Right. They they should have their pulse on the on the culture, and I think this guy absolutely had his pulse on the culture. And what he Hand said, on the pulse. Yes, finger on the pulse, finger the on the pulse. And what he said was, he said, uh, he 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 had an installation, and they went to see his installation, and his installation was a series of Britney Spears videos reduced to just so that the image had been broken up into colors so you couldn't really see the image of the video you only saw the color bands that were present within the video so it's broken up into color bands okay and then you would hear the music behind the music from the video behind and that was his installation okay or a big part of his installation and well what he was saying is he was saying he started going on about how we love Britney Spears here. 
Okay. And this guy was like, yeah, really? And he's like, oh, yes, because it represents the best of the culture. And the guy was like, who's? Really? <laughs> and, uh, and he said, so he said, well, you know, what about, and he named some more, you would say, Artie. sophisticated, sophisticated. artist. Okay. And the guy said, whoa, we got Ooh. some turkeys in the road. Oh, get your camera out. Where's your camera? Got it. Turkeys. Road. Turkeys in the road. Road turkeys. There we go. Did you get? Oh, that's lovely. Got it. Uh, they're not quite ready to eat yet, though. No, little, no, little thin. A little thin. Uh, so he's like, they represent the... Uh, so he said they represent... Uh, uh, he said, no, the reason why it's the best of the culture is because it's for everybody. Right. And really what he was saying was, was that the only thing... And this is a truly fucking communist idea. Right. The only art of value is value that can be appreciated by the lowest common denominator. If it takes any sophistication or education to understand the art, then, then it's, it's elitist. elitist. Yeah. Right. Weird. And this was like a this was like a young guy, like you know, your age. Yeah. Clearly steeped in the sort of you know culture of his day. Right, and I think he hit the nail on the head yeah. as to where the what the pulse of Russia is is very fucking superficial, very lowbrow, very base, right, um, and very rooted in uh, appealing to appearances, appearances, you know, in what appears to be fancy, in what appears to be you know like gold shiny things are good, right, even if they're not actual gold and. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's just this baseness, <laughs> this baseness of culture, and that if you were trying to do something that was even a little bit intellectual, that in fact what you were doing was being elitist. Right. And trying to, to you know, guard your your culture or your, your art uh, against everyone, and that's bad. Right. That it's not good, that, that only has value, that art only has value, it gains value the more people who like it. So the more, right. the more base, from a common denominator perspective, your art. How do you make a large cultural shift like that then? Like, how do you get out of that? Because it seems, seems Diffi primitive? I don't know. Difficult seems... to... Maybe not primitive, maybe that's the wrong word, but it seems well like I don't know, oh, we should have stopped for gas. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> hey. uh, but uh, it seems it's even saying low fuel. It's it's angry. But it seems like it seems like that's an old fashioned idea or maybe like an idea that's associated with a completely different like, I, I I think it is actually like with a culture that'll hold you back or that is held back or something like that. Well, I think it is a Stone Agey idea. Yeah. But it is also uh, an idea that says your individual ideas yeah. are only have value if they're valued by the masses. In other words, it is only by group appeal 
that you have value. And that is a very communist idea. Right. Right? It says, like, for example, not everybody likes caviar. It's a refined taste. Right. Okay? So caviar is shit. Right? Not everybody likes, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you call them? String quartets. Right. So they're shit. Right. Or they're only as good as how many people like them. Right. Right? That that's its value. That there's no intrinsic value to anything for any other reason than it appeals to a broad group of people. And by definition, half of us are below average right. in our understanding, in our appreciation, in our, you know. And so that means you've got to get all those guys. Right. Plus a few on the other side. Right. Right? So it means you're always going to be working for the lowest common denominator. Right. But if that's what gives your art value. Right. And that's what this guy was arguing. And that was fascinating to me because I'd never sort of sort of, sort of heard it articulated in that way. Right. Uh, so clearly. And it tells me why it's so difficult like why the all the artists fled russia right you know why the the novelists fled russia why the you know and why it's very difficult it's going to be very difficult for them to uh refine art in that culture now right and not and and they they may not now on the same token they went to see you know the uh, I don't know with the one of the fine art uh, what do they call it art uh, drama houses in Russia and this guy was exactly the opposite right his whole thing was elitist right uh, it, it was interesting I mean I recommend watching it just for that sort of sounds like you get a lot more out of your documentary than I got mine well I don't know I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, I have a keen knowledge of Viking swords and Easter Island heads. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw how they exported, exported, uh, help me out here. They exported Raymond. Thank you. There you go. Uh, so that's it. All that being said, uh, website's currently down oh. because of a hacker. Fucking, fucking fuck. This is fuck. Quite some Polish fucking hacker yeah. took our website down. But you can still check us out on the Facebook page, uh, and you can still listen to us uh, via the link on you the website. You see a stunning picture of Francois on the Facebook page. That's right. Or, uh, no, on the website. On the web page, uh, website, rather. Yeah, and you can still contact us via the pa Facebook page. Not that you will, but please do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Cole, yeah. comment. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> We need something. We gotta have something to do in our spare time. I'll make a corn reference if you like. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. So. Anyway. Yes. Uh. Facebook, for the time being. But we're working to get the website out. And we'll let you know as soon as that's done. And it'll be www.dailyridepodcast.com. Right on. Right on.